This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. Wherever you are in the world, welcome along. Uh, the 8th of March, 2023. Uh, International Women's Day, apparently, and, and I've got to start off by saying that I'm probably we're a bit late starting um, today. Well, I, will be, I was waiting, I was waiting for the ex-wife just to finish cleaning and dusting all the shelves, so before I could start, <laughs> but, <laughs> there's half the viewers gone. Welcome along. Apparently, I didn't realise this. Um, 
but it should have been International Women's Day yesterday. But you know how long it takes a woman to get ready. Anyway, good evening. Especially welcome to Dave's Mrs. if she's watching. Hello, how are you on this International Women's Day? Uh, on the day that we've announced losses of £92 million. Do we have to sell James Madison to survive? Um I, I don't, and I think when all this comes up, to be honest with you, I don't think uh, it's that bad because Top bought a load of extra shares, didn't he? But we will worry about that another time. Today, we're looking at the good, the bad and the ugly of the playoff finals because there was a time when uh, there was a song out. Do you remember that? Didn't we have a lovely time of day? We went to Bangor. And uh, we could have just changed Bangor for Wembley because it was an annual day out for us. And we used to come back, we started to come back really, really disappointed. We had a couple of good ones, then we had a bit of time and we couldn't even get past the semis. You know what it's like when you've got a semi and you can't go any further. It's, I know, it's bad, isn't it? It's bad. But we are going to uh, be looking, I could say, at the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, Mike says, hello, hi, Chris, are you okay? I am good. And I say, now the, now the wife's done all the uh, dusting and hoovering. Uh, Nate, um, is afternoon, Chris, hope you are well. Indeed, good afternoon to you over there in the good old US of A. And Mike, memories, memories. Oh, memories of a long and distant world. Yeah, and you know now why I've never gone on the X Factor. Um, hey, look. If I think if if I'm old and think I can go back far enough, I think he's actually now finished with his Anne Summers doll and he's free to come on to the show. Let's bring him on. He's looking for it. <laughs> Sorry, just trying to escape the flack about your comments. <laughs> Hello, oh. Mrs. Dave. Yeah. I'm making a cup of tea. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's on it. She's like, that's good. That is good. All done. I hope she brought you breakfast in bed this morning. Um, I can't remember. I didn't get up till later. Oh, I did. I was up early this morning. Yeah, we actually were travelling up to um, I don't know, North Sussex is that a place? And uh, to to a charity there, and we got about within ten minutes, and they called me to say it was off. Then they oh. got no no power, so we spent three hours in the car together. Um. But, you That's must have it. upset somebody up there <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Nice day, isn't it? We're building an arc at the moment because it's absolutely hammering down yes, on the south coast. Well, as long as, as long as you've got the women doing it, that's all right. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm busy, aren't I? Exactly, exactly. You know, we can't do, we can't, you know, we, as we are often told, we can't multitask. <laughs> Mike says, hi, Dave. Hi, Mike. You're right. So, let us have a look because we are talking. Um, there we go in a minute. Playoff oh. finals. Um, oh. first of all, I mean, there was a lot of sort of when they were first introduced, <coughs> excuse me, a lot. Uh, it did, got to be honest, it did extend the season, didn't it? It did, yeah. Um, and to be fair, I mean, it got us in the playoffs enough times by finishing what fifth or sixth yes, um, yes but yeah that was the idea wasn't it stop the season become boring yes whether whether it's a good idea or not i still don't know i think if you finish third 10 points ahead of fourth fifth and sixth you really should go up 
Um, but uh, yeah, it, it is one. Of, <laughs> but then, if you if you finish seventeenth uh, on goal difference, should you then not go down? As it, it's. Yeah. Like you say, if if you're in sixth, then you get into the set. You're happy. If you're yeah. third, then and we've got a few of those to look at. Believe you me, um, it's a bit like rugby. You can win the championship, oh, in rugby, and then still have to go in the playoffs. That I do not agree with that. I think if you nah. win something, then that should be it. But yeah. I do like the playoffs, um, despite the fact that we didn't have a good start in them. But uh, it does, it gives, you, it gives the fans a day out at Wembley. Although, with all the semis being held there and everything, it's not even, not even as special as it used to be, is it? That's but, destroyed uh, the whole thing, hasn't it? Destroyed yeah. the whole thing. Yes. Um, I know they've got to pay for Wembley. Um, but no, it should just be the finals. That is the that's the idea anyway. Maybe maybe we're just getting a little bit too old, Dave. Well, they they did it because so that everybody could get tickets, didn't they? That was their argument. But we know why they really did it. They did it because because they had to pay off, yeah. like you say, Wembley. Yeah, you know? but uh, no, I don't agree. With over budget massively. Um, Everybody, just a quick one before we get into the first playoff final. Do not forget, if you are on TikTok, give us a follow. Do not please follow Chris underscore Forian, which is also Chris LTID Forian. That is my personal one. I don't, I've put one video up there just so I could get an account. I don't do anything on there at all, and, and you'll just be refused. I don't have any people following me on there apart from a couple of really close friends. I don't put, I literally just use it to, to watch the videos. But if you go on TikTok and you search at LTI, well, the link is there in the description at LTIDTV. I uploaded about 15 new uh, clips the other day, including Dave and his new and some of doll is there for your pleasure to see get following us on tiktok and i uh, hope to be if tiktok's your thing rather than youtube shorts you'll see them all there um let's have a look at the first comment uh nail bite yes they were nail biting times um you said there dave but let's have a look at let's have a look at the first one because it was 1992. Now, we were. The, I think it was a. The, was it the year that the Premier League had? Oh no, yeah. the Premier League. I think started the following year. The following didn't year, it? yeah, it was perfectly yeah. set up for us. Yes, yeah. yes, and uh, we went down. Uh, we we'd uh, we'd finished fourth uh, that season. Um, Ipswich had finished top with 84. Middlesbrough were second with 80. Derby County were um, third with 78. We were fourth with 77. Then, God, God, Cambridge United. And then Blackburn Rovers were in sixth with 74. So three points behind us, although we had won two more, but we hadn't, they'd drawn a lot more games. Did you go to that one at all? Yeah. I did. I went. I was at the semi-final, of course, as well against Cambridge, which was an incredible night down at Fulham yeah. Street. Uh, I mean, they had. I think they had Dion Dublin, Steve Claridge in their team then. Uh, yeah. And they were really pounding people. Um, they were. They were the Wimbledon of the their day, uh, and it was awesome. But I was so gutted at the final because Speedy dived. There was no yeah. shadow of doubt. Speedy dived. Uh, and 
but to be fair, they had a penalty that I think who was it? Was it Muggleton um, saved it? Ah, it was indeed. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we, you know, it could have been worse, but I don't know. I think they just seemed a bit of a nervous that the year was blown off. Thanks, Nate. Yeah, <laughs> I say cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, Christ, the nineties still. I reckon is yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. I don't know. There just seemed a little bit of... After the Cambridge game, we thought we were invincible. And I think we'd done Blackburn twice. I think we'd had the double over them. Um, and I don't know. I think we went in there maybe too confident. I certainly yeah. thought we were going to win it fairly easily, I must say. Well, I think when you finish um, higher, we finished fourth, like you say. Uh, I'm, I'll check in a second how we did against Blackburn during the season. I mean, yeah. they, they had only just been, I think, taken over by Jack Walker. Yeah. Who was the, uh, I believe it was Steel he was into, and he'd sold Steel, yeah. his Steel company to British Steel or whatever it was at the time, um, and was extremely rich. And I think that, you know, when they went on to win it, I think it was the first stage, you could say, of somebody buying the title. But yeah. Derby, Derby had been playing. Um, let me just have a look who Derby were playing. Um, Black, sorry, Blackburn Rovers were playing Derby. Sorry, yeah. and over the two legs, Blackburn won five four on uh, aggregate. Uh, apparently, David Speedy was attacked by a number of Derby supporters after the final whistle. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah, who knew? And then, like you say, we'd we'd got drawn against Cambridge United. Uh, first leg at the Abbey Stadium uh, in May, um, and we took a late lead in the first half. Um, oh no! Hang on. Um, first leg was being played at the Abbey Stadium. Yeah, the visitors took the lead in the first half. Dion yeah. Dublin headed Whoa. down across from a short corner to Kevin Russell. So Dublin right. was playing for us, I think. No, he wasn't, no. Not at that time, was he? No, he was playing for Cambridge then. I think well, he just actually was trying to defend it, I think. Oh, um, OK. And then, then to Kevin, do you remember Russell? Rooster Russell? I do indeed. Rooster Russell, eh? Bloody yeah, hell. Right. Um, he scored 15... in the second leg as well. Yeah, with 15 minutes of the match remaining, Cambridge captain Danny O'Shea headed in an equaliser. That was 1-1. Right. And that second leg, we did we did tear them apart, didn't we? Yeah, I, I didn't see the first leg. I couldn't get to it. I don't think it was enough tickets for a start. But I was playing cricket that day, um, and I know where I was playing. I was playing at old tiffs, old tiffs, and um, I was fine with it, one all when I heard the result. But and then when I heard how it all happened when it was late on, I thought, oh, here we go. But oh, the second leg, it was awesome. I mean, yeah. Tommy Wright was unbelievable on the left. Absolutely unstoppable. Um, and, it, and it was fantastic. You know, the atmosphere at Filbert Street was a typical evening game. I mean, people say about every ground at night in a cup yeah. game, buzzing. But that night, it was buzzing, I'll tell you. And, you know, it, everybody was performing. It was absolutely incredible. Um, the nerves just, unlike now where the nerves come in, the nerves just went after about half an hour or so. We just knew we were going to do them. 
Tommy Wright, of course, who is now a policeman, I believe. Oh, blimey. Uh, he's, a, he's a bit little, isn't he? I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's... Uh, I am sure I read he was being interviewed. He was uh, he's the ex-player uh, player who oh, is that, now a... That could uh, be another Tommy Wright. We have two Tommy Wrights. Did we? Ah, oh, of course. One right. was a tall centre forward. It might have been the other one then. Um, I think we can't see him on that picture. I don't think. Um, no, I'm not sure. I can see Rooster only because of his bald yeah, head. Yeah, and um, the Norman Royd. Yeah. Um, oh, he was tall, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Nate says, "Looking forward to this show." I can't. Um, I don't know a lot about the history. Obviously, I don't as well. Because Mike says, uh, "No, Chris, same name only." Uh, so it was the other. It was yeah. the other. Probably right. Yeah, 6-1. Um, yeah, I mean, when you, I think, like you say, it is a case of whether you're confident or not, but when you've just won, you know, a, a game and you played them, you know, you beat them 6-1, your thing... five at home, Chris, wasn't it? Sorry? Was it 5-1 at home and then 1-1 and one, one away? Was it 6-2 on aggregate? No, it was 1-1 one, one away. Yeah. 5-1 um, at home? I'm sure it was. Uh... It, anyway, it doesn't matter. We murdered them. Yes. Oh, sorry. It was 5 0. It ended. Uh, it we went through 6 1 on aggregate. Oh, that's six right. They didn't score, did they? Yeah. You, you th well, they scored in the end. They scored in the, in the first in leg. The first one, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we were, we nice were on a high. Completely sorry? on a high. We were on a high. And we didn't perform in the final, I don't think. I, I can't. I, I just felt so numb afterwards. And the penalties. They looked, Blackburn looked much better than we were. Whether they prepared better or whether they just didn't think they got anything to lose, I don't know. Um, and there's a certain guy called Alan Shearer who didn't even play, I don't think. I'm not even sure he was in the squad. But I'm sure they'd signed him or were about to sign him or something. He um, he was not in the in the squad at all. No, you're quite no. right. Um, it was Brian Little's first playoff final mm. for Leicester. Um, I mean, what a lovely man! I, mean, yeah, I, had him, I had him on a show on a you know the conversation show, and you know he, he I mean, he hates the next playoff that we're going to talk about, but mm. that that, um, that that I mean, Cole, like you say, Cole Morgerton was in goal, uh, Gary Mills, Whitlow, Hill, oh, and yeah. Walsh, yeah. and then James, Steve Thompson, uh, Simon Grayson, Tommy Wright. Ian Ormeroyd and Rooster Russell, as you can see there. Uh, the substitutes were Oldfield and Phil G. Uh, G came on for Tony James. But, I mean, it, it was disappointing. I mean, Steve Walsh accused Speedy of diving. Um, well, I, I, I thought he dived. I think so we all too, did. Yeah, um, but the referee clearly didn't. <laughs> no, and, and you know VAR wasn't around in them days. Yeah, um, Doug Leash, but then yeah. he, he wouldn't. Um, really. I mean, uh, Brian Little said he was disappointed. There is no way he would point the finger at anyone. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Dowd, uh, Kevin Dowd, Kelly Dalgleish said, "Speedy had a clear shot at goal. The referee has given the penalty. We took it and we scored." Uh, Courtney, who was the referee, clear shot. I don't remember it being like that. I don't either. But I thought I think he was going is... around the outside of Walshy and he fell over Walshy's, well, I don't know, thigh. Yes. 
Well, Coleman would be having a clear shot. Maybe I, I don't think he was. He was. He was right down the side, wasn't he? I thought so. I was tempted yeah. to get my old videos out when you told me about this and, and have a look, but I thought no, because no. I have been. That'll spoil my um, remembering. Memory. <laughs> I have watched a few DVDs back. I tell you, uh, a few yeah. YouTube clips. I mean, oh, right. um, okay. David Courtney, who was the manager, uh, sorry, who was the referee, George, uh, said that yeah. he believed he made the correct decision, noting that he thought Walsh took Speedy out, and that is what he gave. <laughs> we were, it wasn't to be for us. We, I mean, Mike says there, Speedy definitely died. Actually, guys, I am trying to get David Speedy to come on. Uh, yes, but he wants to. He he he's another one that wanted paying actually, and I'm trying to negotiate a deal because they then asked me. He said, "Oh, you know, well, his agent it was who said like, oh, we do charge, Ooh. but would you promote this for us?'" I said, "Yeah, Ooh. I'm happy to promote that for you, but I Ooh. charge." Yeah, <laughs> I said, I said same amount. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, Blackburn Rovers—they finished fourth the next season. Uh, I think that's probably when they brought Shearer in, if he, if he oh, wasn't yeah. already in. Um, they went on two years after that to uh, in the ninety four ninety five season to win the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Do you think, though, in fairness? I mean, yes, like I say, I would not argue that it was a dive or anything like that. I mean, Blackburn had the finance to then go on, didn't they? And um, <laughs> like he says, good for you, Chris. Yes. <laughs> oh, cheeky sod, you know. <laughs> but no, I mean, Blackburn, in fairness, like it or not, they did have the finance, I think, to go on and, you know, um, compete in the Premier League yeah. where... We wouldn't have been able to. We wouldn't have won, would we, really? No, we didn't have the players capable of playing in that league at the time. Yeah. No, it it was Jack Walker's dosh, quite right, yes. Yeah, I mean, Wright, Orman, Royd, Russell, they wouldn't have had a chance, I'm afraid. I mean, it's a shame, but they wouldn't. I mean, Steve Thompson, probably, who I thought was really classy. Yes. um, He might have, and Walsh, of course, did. Gary Mills, maybe. But I'm not sure. Is it Colin Hill, wouldn't it, and Whitlow at the back? I don't know. You'd yeah. like to think they could, but I don't think so. Well, actually, we'll talk about it later. I know, but it proved that, didn't it, when we went up that time? Yes, yes. I mean, when you look at that, I don't think Cole Muggleton, I think he would have had a, a season to forget had we gone up. You know, yeah. Bless him. Like you say, he did save the first penalty attempt. Um, I don't think Speedy took that first penalty, did he? No, no, it was, I'd say it was one of our boys, McNeil, wasn't it? Mike Newell? Yes, it was. Him, yes, yeah. yes, of course. Yes. We sold him on to, I don't think we sold him to Blackburn, did we? Did we sell him to, not Leeds or somebody like that? Um, we certainly didn't sell him to Blackburn, I don't think, but we... No, we sold him to Everton. Everton, that's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then he, went he went on to play 130 fun. games and only scored 28 goals for Blackburn uh, until he ended up he ended up at Blackpool uh, as yeah. it happened. Um, apparently, he was a rock for them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, hey, the first of the night. Um, but yeah, in fairness, well, you know, he was a towering, 
per player, wouldn't he? Oh, boom, boom. Get back at me there. Come <laughs> on. Uh, you know what I mean? I always have to, you know, acknowledge my peers. <laughs> <laughs> and say that you light up my life. Oh, I know, I know. It, actually, Blackpool gave me a new view of Pleasure Beach. I never realised it was funfair rides. <laughs> yeah. You just thought it was a very popular... Uh, well, you know, yeah, indeed. <laughs> I have got a story about Blackpool. I, I lived in Blackpool for two years, and I've got a story about a strip club in Blackpool, but this is not the time or place for it. Sure. Um, I will one day when we do a late show. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Dave. Um, She's just got to make me a cup of tea, bless her. Oh, good, bless her, bless her. Mine's white with two sugar, please. Okay. <laughs> Mike says, "Oh my God!" Um, but yeah, um, what was I going to say? Uh, when you look at the team, I mean, they actually went on the following season to finish fourth. Yeah. Now, for a team that's got promoted, you know, we've seen it before. Blackpool, when they got promoted, they went top for a while, but to actually finish fourth was yeah. really was really good. Yeah, so, I think that, yeah. we couldn't have competed with that, could we? No, I think Doug Leach was building them up over the season. Yeah. Um, which is why they scraped in the playoffs really. But he he got them peaking at the right time, no doubt about it. And and they were better than us really, if if I'm honest. Um I think you when you have a game like that, you like Southampton on Saturday, I you know, I still think we were poor, but People are saying, well, if we'd have took our chances, we'd have been 4-1 or something. And I don't, I never see games like that. I find it very difficult to do that. To me, yeah. it's I mean, when you look at the players that he then brought in uh, yeah, the yeah. following season, uh, Bobby Mims was really only, the only goalkeeper of note. Um, Henningberg, oh, yeah. who went on, I think, to Manchester United. Colin Hendry, Graham Lasseau. David May, um, Steve Agnew, one of our old guys, um, uh, Kevin Morales, captain. Tim Sherwood. Tim Sherwood, Stuart Ripley, Jason Wilcox, Alan Shearer, Kevin Gallagher. Names that went on and, you know, went on to other clubs as well. But when you look at, you know, that investment, I don't think um, any of those players, Mims was in goal still, um, Kevin Moran was there, and Hendry was, um, Newell. All those others that I've named were brought in over the yeah. summer. And yeah. obviously That's we good. know eventually they went on, on to win the damn thing. But, um, but yes, we felt a bit miffed, uh, certainly. And it was a long, a long way to go, a long way to go for... Um, to lose and Wembley's never a good place when you lose is it yeah it's over 30 years ago oh, good god well thank Jesus. you for making me feel old I just remember I just thought of that you, you, you're making me feel worse than Nate did when he said it was the year after he was born now we know how old Nate is yeah. um, but, uh, but you know not to be deterred and there were great times under Brian Little I mean we were we'd struggled before um, with different managers, Pleat, oh God Almighty, but David came, David, um, Brian Little came in, lovely guy, like I say, check out the show I did with him on YouTube, it's under the conversation banner, and I just, it was exciting times, and yeah. 
we went back the following season because you know we, we you know we we, we weren't going to let it get to us, but oh, that this one hurt even more. Yeah, it did. And actually, we only just scraped in the playoffs that year. I think um, well, we we finished year. about. Did we finish sixth or something like that? We did. That um, year, Newcastle United were top. Oh, they murdered us, didn't they, at Filbert Street? Yes, in the last they did. Game. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. I think Keegan awful. was manager, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yeah. We were 96 awful, points. Um, yeah. West Ham were second with 88. Portsmouth were third with 88. And they, they missed very, out yeah. on goal difference, six goals. Tranmere Rovers were fourth. And then Swindon were fifth with 76, and Leicester were sixth with 76. I'm going to say, that Pompey were 10 points clear of us and and beat them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like you say, it doesn't go in further on the table, unfortunately, but, you know, it was fifth versus sixth. And like you say, you, you know, Portsmouth would have a claim for going up because you know they were nine uh, nine points ahead of Tranmere Rovers. But look, they know they know the, they know the ground rules at the uh, start of uh, the yeah. season, and yeah. they've got to get in. Um, they played it? that first leg at Forest as well, if you remember. Who? Leicester Portsmouth. The first game was played at Forest. Was it? Do you remember why it's, was that? Yeah, we were building that new stand. Ah, the, God, the main stand. It was all oh. planned to be the end of the season. Now, whether they thought Leicester would go up automatically or whether they thought um, we wouldn't get a sniff, they planned it all and got all the contractors ready and everything. So they had to take that stand apart um, and we had to go and uh, play at the city. Was, it city was that the Carling stand? Yeah. 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 In, in fairness, we needed something, though, didn't we? <laughs> we, we certainly did. You know, um, we, we, you, you could get one man and his dog in the old Filbert Street before that. Yeah. Um, but Swind- yeah. like, Swindon finished 12 points behind West Ham in second, you know. and But like we say, at the start of the season, everybody knows what it, what it was. Swindon faced Tranmere Rovers um, in theirs. And, yep, yeah, again, it was another... Close game, but on the two legs it was five four on aggregate. Um, you, you, I've got to say, mate, your memory is amazing. Uh, the match was hosted at Nottingham Forest home stadium. Yeah, so, and I, I remember the away leg as well. I think Ormondroyd might have scored, but I'm sure it was offside. <laughs> Nothing was given. Something well, was there's something weird about uh, winning goal. The, 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 and that in the first leg, the game was described by Paul Weaver uh, in the Guardian as dreadful. It was, it was awful. Yeah. but it, he said it was redeemed by Julian Joachim's only goal of the match. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which went on to be Brian's Little's favourite goal ever for Leicester. On, I think he was on the bench as well, wasn't he, Joachim? came off the bench and did it. I'm not sure for the semis, to be honest with you. Um, now, you know, it, it's... Because if you also, if you go on the website, com and go under specials, and there's a page called Favourite Things. Okay. And what I've done, I've got ex-players and managers that gave me their 
like favourite game, favourite match, favourite player, favourite teammate, etc. And his favourite goal, he said, it was that goal. He said he just took that ball and ran with it. Um, but uh, second leg, we were back down at Fratton Park. Uh, three days later, my God, three days later, for the hell, these days they'd be playing oh. tired. Um, goalless at half time, uh, and then six minutes in the second half, Portsmouth took the lead. Um, within two minutes, we'd equalised, like you said, when Ian Ormeroyd found the target following a deflected shot from David Oldfield. Mm. Uh, Steve Thompson, I like Steve Thompson, I must admit. I did. Left ahead in the 69th minute with a shot from the edge of the penalty area. Um, beating the Portsmouth goalkeeper Alan Knight. Three minutes later, Bjorn Christiansen um, levelled the score once more with an 18-yard curling shot. Game ended 2-2, but of course we'd won the first leg 1-0 and we were into the playoff final down at Wembley. Didn't we have a lovely time with that? <laughs> we went to Wembley again. Um, I played um, in a veterans game against Alan Knight many obviously many years ago and yeah. uh i did remind him of it <laughs> ormanroyd <laughs> two one <laughs> you 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 couldn't you could not remind him of it uh, it you? had to be done he said what, what do you do you live in surrey uh <laughs> we're everywhere <laughs> mate we're, uh, we're everywhere <laughs> yeah no again, the thing with this so we're into the final we're up against swindon another team that was rebuilding under a well-known uh, manager in um, uh, uh, Glenn Hoddle. Um, do you, I mean, do you remember where Steve Walsh played in that game? I think he played up front. He was our top scorer that season. Yeah. Uh, Steve Walsh. Um, He'd been injured a lot or sent off a lot, hadn't he? You, well, he, he was the most. He's, I think he still holds the record for the most sendings off in the Premier League, or something yeah. like that. I think him and Brian Little fell out, or something happened, and or he was injured. There, there was certainly something happened, and he didn't play for a while. So he was there. He was there when Little left, and it was Peter Taylor. I know that fell out with oh, uh, fell out with him because of course yeah. he was there under uh, O'Neill. Uh, but I mean, our, our starting eleven was Paul. Uh, Gary Mills, who was captain, Whitlow, Richard Smith, who, who'd been, been on the channel as well, Steve Walsh, uh, then Colin Hill, David Oldfield, Steve Thompson, Julian Jochim, Steve Agnew, Lil, Lee Philpot, and our substitutes are Ian Ormeroyd and Colin Gibson. Mm. I mean, this has got, I still think for me, it is still, I know the result didn't go our way, but for me, it is still. One of the, I think the best playoff final there's been. Well, maybe. All I remember vividly, we were because you know you had half the ground each. It was yeah. brilliant colours, red, blue. But I remember sitting sort of on the um, uh, on the penalty box. Sorry, the, the what the hell am I talking about? The box. Well, if you sat on the penalty box, you'd have been surely the stewards would have carried you away. <laughs> I've gone all emotional now thinking about it, and I, and, I, and I saw Hoddle moving away. Swindon had the ball on the left. Uh, this is how I remember it. Anyway, and I saw Hoddle moving away on the right, and I, I said to the guy sitting next to him, Hoddle's free. Nobody's picking him up, and he just drifted away. 
and he picked the ball up and scored. Mm. And I was screaming at him, pick him up, pick him up. Of course, you know, nobody could hear me, but um, that's that's the, my vivid memory of it. But also the penalty, which uh, oh. was never a penalty. Um, that was bloody, what's his name in his last game, wasn't it? Oh, what the little bald-headed guy, was it? Um, Paul oh, Bowden scored for Swindon. Yeah, who the hell was the penalty? Um, um, God, he was his... Uh, I think, I'm sure Colin Hill. No, the sorry, the um, the referee. Oh, David Ellery was the referee. Ellery, that's him. Yeah, never too keen on him. No, and, and he, he, I think Kevin Paul pulled away, didn't he? Um, he? He came back with his hands up or something, and nobody cut, nobody tackled him from behind, and he just went over. And you know, we talk about cheating a lot on here. Um, yeah, that that was cheating, and he got away with it. And then, and then you know, I don't want to see it. And you know my thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. You can check any programme to see my thoughts on that. But I guess if it had gone the other way, we we wouldn't have argued. But, I mean, Ooh. I lived at that time in um, Lancashire. I think I was in... Uh, I'm not sure if I was in Burnley or not. I might have been... I, said, I think I was, in, I was actually in Blackburn at the time. And Ooh. I didn't think that the playoff final was going to be shown around the country because it was too in what if when it comes to ITV region Swindon are under were at that time under central yeah. which was obviously the old ATV the, the Midlands uh, ITV channel so i i with my girlfriend which was to be my future wife drove all the way down from blackburn to leicester to my mum's to watch it on central tv I have never gone through so many emotions in a match. I mean, 1-0 at half-time, and I said, we need a goal straight after the half-time break. There was a goal, and it went to Swindon. <laughs> Math school scoring. So I'm like, oh, God, no. And I said, right, if we don't get another goal soon, we, are in, we definitely need a goal. And, of course, Swindon went and got the third. So I don't know about you, but I'm sat at home and I'm kind of like, well, not at my mum's house, and I'm kind of like resigned to losing. You know, and I'm like, oh, God, 3-0 down. Yeah. And then Joachim gets one on 57, and you think, okay, it's, it's a consolation. Do you know what I mean? And then uh, Steve Walsh gets one on the 68th minute, and you suddenly start to think, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, and then Thompson with... Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was a good goal. It was. It was yeah. an amazing goal. I mean, he just... He went through... He, I think he fooled the goalkeeper with a lovely little touch yeah. and put it in... And it was 3-3. And it was, like, unbelievable. Again, my emotions had changed 100%. And then on the 84th minute, we had this penalty. Well, the penalty you can see there. I mean... Oh, it was heartbreaking. I, I, I had that three-hour journey back home, and I don't think I spoke to uh, to my girlfriend once. <laughs> she was driving. I was just in total silence. What a mixed emotions. Yeah, I'm sorry. I ended up walking out with a load of Swindon fans as well, but they're all very pleasant. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they were happy. They won. I was trying very hard to be nice and calm. But yes. I just, it was just, 
Oh, if we'd have lost on a wonder goal or a, a normal goal, I'd have said fine. But it was clearly not a penalty. I mean, I, okay, I was, you know, 150 yards or whatever at the other end, but there was no way it was a penalty. And oh, it was just gut wrenching. And I wondered, I, I did wonder the next year whether they'd recover from it. Mm. You know, w- whether they'd be strong enough. It was a bit like um, the recent ones. Um, whether he'd be good enough to come back again and have another go. Yes. But I think he cleared cleared it out. I mean, Speedy was playing for us then, but he was suspended because he... Yes, he was. Yeah. Go go out and buy the players that uh, that go down for fouls against you and then then you are fine. You know, that's the the thing to do. But we did go out and buy him. Uh, and I believe he had a thing signed in his contract that if we got promoted, we didn't sell him because obviously that's what Blackburn did. Um, playing right back at number two for Swindon Town was a future Leicester City player, Nicky Summerby. Oh, blimey, yeah, who, um, if I remember correctly, actually played for no money because he hadn't got a club, we'd gone into administration and couldn't sign anybody. Yes, and, I think you're right. And yet he came and just so that he was be, he was playing, and so total respect, hundred percent respect to the guy. I mean, again, do you think we would have would have made any difference that season? I think with Julian Joachim coming through, maybe in a fit Walshy and Richard Smith was a decent centre mm. half. Uh, Millsy, yeah. Kevin Paul, don't know. Uh, who else was a Steve Agnew, Phil Pop, and no, maybe yeah. not. Um, it it would, we, would have, we would have struggled, but yeah, then, in fairness, play. most playoff teams do. If we're yeah, well, they did in those days. Yeah. It, well, yeah. they didn't have long to sort of rebuild, did they? Because the no. game was so much. Well, was it a month or so after the end of the season? By the time you played the two legs and everything, yeah. um, so you, you, you were you were playing catch up with the signings. But in fairness, um, Swindon didn't do very well, did they? Because they came straight back down again. Well, Glenda went to play a manager at Chelsea, didn't he, within about three weeks? Yes, yes. I think, I think on the... Was it they had, they had a, a tour around Swindon, <laughs> which was interesting, um, open-top bus, and I think... Yes. Didn't they all that like we had with Martin O'Neill, you know, saying, please stay or something like this or don't go. But I think he'd already decided that whatever happened that day, um, he was off to play a manager at Chelsea. Yeah, thousands of fans held aloft banners. Uh, oh, in the final plea. In, uh, oh, was it? Okay. In a final plea to the management yeah. duo to remain at the club. Yes. Was it John Gorman that was John Gorman, it was indeed, yeah. sir. Yes, yeah. Um, no idea what I did yesterday. <laughs> you didn't speak to John Gorman, did you? No, I said no. I, I said I have no idea what I did yesterday. But oh, I, I thought you, but you can remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Independence Trevor Haylett described the match as an absolute cracker, and that the late penalty was the last act of a heart-stopping uh, drama. Yeah. Little was stoic about the late penalty award, saying I was surprised it was given. Uh, but I'm not going to change the decision. I mind that's true. No matter what, how much you you throw everything up and go mad and throw your toys out the pram, you're not going to yeah. get the, it was changing. Um, well, but Ferguson did it successfully, didn't he? When he threw his toys out, and next time he got the decision. Well, 
Who, yeah. Well, yeah, that's fair. But um, we obviously we didn't, you know, we weren't to know if there's going to be another playoff final for us. And and and, and it's funny thing about Brian Little, he almost said like, well, it happened to us last year. Just read the same. Let me read you the same speech out, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you say, Glenn Hoddle um, left Swindon for Chelsea four days after the match, and obviously went on to be England manager and a nurse while faith healer. <laughs> <laughs> As Mike says, there, I've got to say, in those days, Wembley was our second home ground. <laughs> it. it it really, really was. I think um, the Swindon game was, um, I met, just walking past, my old schoolmate, Bill Brinley. Who, Bill goes to every game now, um, whatever it may be, home and away. I think he goes with his daughter, I'm not sure. But he was a year younger than me at school. And, um, that, you know, we were two of the main guys at the school that supported Leicester, believe it or not. Um, so he, he's a massive supporter, and uh, you know he he sees it all. But I, I, he was just walking down past Wembley, and I was just standing there, taking in the atmosphere. I think my mother was there as well, for goodness' sake. And I just recognised him. It was incredible. Out of all those people, hundred thousand, no, probably eighty thousand people in those days, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and just happened to walk past him, which I know digresses, but I must tell you another story. There's a, there's a lady that I used to go on Wayne Fleet coaches with to games. They're from Wayne Fleet from the Neaton. And I've seen her at is it three of the away games I've been to this year and about five of the home games. I've seen her every time, just randomly. And that is incredible. I mean, the only, you know, she's obviously aged. What, what would we be? Who's this we're talking about? Sorry. It's a young lady that used to come on a coach when she was Oh, right, oh, right. with you, sorry. Yeah. From and and, uh, and I just saw her, it must be 50 years later or more now, um, and she's still going. Uh, is, is there anything you want to share with us about her? No, not really. I just, <laughs> I just saw yeah. her at a ground and said... Mrs. Hey, Dave you know, next to you there. Hello, Mrs. Dave, Dave still. <laughs> I think she's washing up. Uh, well, on International Women's Day, what else would you be doing? Uh, I just said to you from the Neaton, you said, yeah. Said, there's wow. nothing like, I, I can remember, I'm just to sidetrack on that as well, there's nothing yeah. like football for bringing people together and, yeah. you know, like you say, memories. Um, and you bump into people that, like you say, you haven't seen for ages. Uh, and, you uh, Take it took a step further. I went on. Um, this is going to sound very posh. I went on a cruise to Norway, oh, and uh, we were up above the Arctic Circle, so right up Norway, round the top edge, and then we'd gone two hours into the uh, drive into inland uh, to this campsitey thing with a big tent, wiki hot drink, to try and see the Northern Lights. And I'm stood there, and you got scarves on and hats because it's bloody freezing. If I'm honest with you, <laughs> midnight this was trying to see the Northern Lights, and suddenly somebody shouts out from behind, "Leicester City!" And I thought, "Well, that sounds like a bit of an accent, so it can't be somebody that's on the cruise, surely." And I turn round, and it was one of the local guides um, that says, "Oh, 
Jamie Vardy and Mavis <laughs> Morris. And I'm like, bloody hell, all that way. And you mean something because I've got a Leicester scarf on. So we recognise the Leicester scarf. But football is unbelievable. But uh, but no, Swindon finished bottom the following season when they got promoted. Yeah. So well, good evening, Terry. How are you? And good evening, David, as well. Uh, yeah, they finished bottom and relegated back to the second tier. Um, there, there is totally, totally not. Again, just very blame, blame Dave for this. But I was in um, a safari in Africa. It sounds like I have very posh holidays. Can I just say I, I don't? <laughs> but um, okay. I, I, I decided that my last three holidays were better than the rest of them all put together. But I was, I was doing a safari. And when you leave Johannesburg to go to sort of where the safari is based, it's like a seven-hour drive. It's a bloody big country, South Africa. And, yeah... I had not met anybody else there who was particularly a football fan. And uh, this woman came up to me, very nice young lady, and said, oh, sorry to bother you. Do you mind if my husband just sits with you for a bit? <laughs> and now, this was, <laughs> this was American. They were American. I went, uh, and she said, no, don't. She said, he loves English soccer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, no, no, tell him. Now, this guy, he was American. He was um, a very, very um, well-spoken guy. He loved. He, he, he was following American soccer, and uh, was a big fan of Liverpool's. And had actually been to the King Power to watch Leicester when he was over because he liked oh, to go Lord. to different football grounds. Uh, can I just say that for the next six hours she never saw him? <laughs> he literally just sat there talking football. And for most, and for God be honest with you, when we were sat to, we sat together for most of the rest of the uh, the holiday, but we didn't we didn't leave her out, obviously. But like you say, Mike, there is no better conversation starter. No. Um, Terry says, uh, "Was the woman on the, his coach on the cruise as well?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> we'll have a comparison, but I don't. Uh, I don't think so. But look, we'd lost two. She's got the same length hair as she had when she was sixteen, anyway. <laughs> we, we're getting too much into this. But anyway, um, nineteen ninety-three when we lost. I mean, I'd say it took a long time for me to sort of get. Certainly, the three-hour journey back. I never said a word. I've no. never gone through so many different emotions in such a small space of time. Um, and like you say, it was going to be interesting to see what happened the following season uh, and how we reacted. And, well, we didn't react that badly. Because in 1994... <laughs> that's the wrong one. Yeah, which... Silence of the Rams. Love Silence it. of the Rams, indeed. Yeah. Oh. Now, this was Steve Walsh was played up front for this game. Yeah. And do you remember how we got this season? We actually finished above Derby County. Palace actually uh, were top. Uh, believe it or not, Nottingham Forest were second. Uh, Millwall were third. <laughs> Sorry, just read Mike's comment here. We are beginning to sound very old. Indeed. <laughs> we are. Oh, when I was a lad, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you saw right at the start. This is the graphic I have. 
But then, <laughs> so Nottingham Forest finished second. They both went up automatically. Millwall third, Leicester fourth. Uh, with 73, uh, Millwall had 74, Tranmere had 72, and Derby in six had 71. Uh, Forest went, say, second with 83, and Palace top with 90. Um, so we played uh, Tranmere Rovers, who, of course, we would go on to meet later years, later in a League Cup final. Uh, the first leg was away at Prenton Park. Uh, don't know if you were there for that one. No. It was a nil-nil, um, and the best chances fall into the home side, John Aldrich. My God, of course. Yeah, he was uh... the manager. <coughs> yep. Um, and it was saved by the fingertips of Gavin Ward, third, third, third playoff final, third keeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure certainly... we had as good a side then, you know. I think we had a decent side. When yeah, we went I think up. the year before was better as a Do team. you? I do, yeah. I remember thinking that. I mean, we had we signed you and Roberts by then. I'm sure you and Roberts played, but and Noel Blake, wasn't it? Um, he was. You and Roberts, we definitely player. did. Mark Blake. Mark Blake, sorry, not Noel Blake. Mark yes. Blake, yeah, he yeah. was decent midfielder. But I'm not sure. You know, the team was that much better. Um, well, Simon Grayson. Yeah, Gavin Ward in goal. Yeah. Um, we had Coatsworth, Grayson, Carey, yeah. and Willis at the back, yeah. um, and Whitlow as well. Um, I don't know if it was Brian Carey or Mike Whitlow, but they had less hair than we had, even back yeah. then. Um, he looked about 60, <laughs> one of them. Uh, we had, as a Whitlow, Mark Blake, Colin Gibson, uh, Steve Walsh up front with Ewan Roberts and Ian Ormeroyd. Hmm. On the bench, we had, because we were allowed three substitutes by this point, gone up from two to three, Kevin Paul, Steve Thompson and Julian Jochim. Yeah, I think one, one had to be a goalkeeper, didn't it? It did, yeah. 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 Kevin yeah. Paul was, was that man. Yeah. Um, Jochim replaced Roberts on 56 minutes, Thompson's hmm. replacing Coatsworth on 68. It's funny, really, because Jochim and Thompson, who had been so Involved in the last year's last season's playoff final, we were only on the bench for this one. Yeah, I think that was because Blake was in it, but I, I thought Steve Thompson was far classier than the rest of them. Thanks for popping in, Mike. By the way, you've got to look after on International Women's Day, haven't you? So go and watch a film with her. I thought that was yesterday. No, no, as I say, it takes them so long to get ready that it was meant to be yesterday, but it's today. (laughs) I couldn't possibly comment on that. Um, you know, <laughs> going back, you. Going back to the semis um, for Millwall, Casey Keller played in goal for them. Yes, because we signed yes. him not too long after that. I don't think. Um, uh, probably actually th- probably three or four years after that, wasn't it? When uh, no, no, no we played Tranmere Rovers in the semis. We, no, I'm saying Casey Keller played in the other one. Oh right, for, for, the, for Mil- Millwall. the Millwall. Um, Derby I one. like Casey yeah. Keller. He wasn't Millwall. You're quite right. Yeah, I like I Casey well. Keller. Um, I, I have to be honest with you. Um, but the first leg, like I say, at, Tr- at Trenton Park was nil-nil. Uh, the return leg three days later again at Filbert Street. In the last moments of the first half, Leicester took the lead. Mark Blake shot at the post and Ian Omeroyd converted 
uh, the rebound. I mean, Ian Omeroy, the original Peter Crouch. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. Uh, now then, he gets interesting. Got him from Darwin. Uh, a minute into the second half, Pat Nevin leveled the score by converting the Jed Brennan cross. David Speedy, a second-half substitute, then restored Leicester's leads, four minutes remaining, heading in a free kick from Blake. With only seconds of the match remaining, an altercation between Speedy and the oh, tramway keeper that's Eric that's Nixon resulted in both players being sent off. Yeah. Match ended 2-1. And that's why Speedy wasn't, of course, in the final. Yeah. Yeah, I got that wrong. It's that year, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember now. Um... You, you remember more than I do, mate. I'm reading it here from. Uh, he got, but he got a contract. He got a contract as well, didn't he? Though. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, um, it was Derby's first appearance in the playoff final. Um, um, they're, but they're team, the, sorry. Interesting team selection for the final. With Joe Chim not playing, I think he'd had a decent season. Well, actually, it's and Thompson as well. Thompson, yeah, strange. Yeah. You had on 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 the Derby side. You had um, Marco Gabbiadini who, who went on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, he played for twelve different clubs and got two hundred twenty-six goals. Uh, you had was it was it Paul Kitts, the next Leicester player again? Yeah, that was in their side. Um, and their big their big hope was was Tommy Johnson. Um, but uh, it kicked off on 30th of May 1984. Third attempt, sure third time hot. lucky. Uh, Steve Walsh, super Steve Walsh, two goals, uh, in the 41st and the 84th minute. That I first think goal it... was ridiculous. Uh, I don't know what Derby defenders were thinking of. I mean, it went under his foot, I think. It was such a fluke goal. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what they were thinking. Was it the first or second goal? Where... The first one. Oh, so Allman Royd scored, it's headed for the second, and it was a good save, and then Walshie just tapped it in. That, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking yeah. of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The first one, I think Walshie headed it, and it seemed to not bounce. And went oh, no, the spot. defender. The defender yeah. bent over to head it, and it went. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Over his head. Over his head and then it's under somebody's foot. I'm sure it was just a catalogue of disasters for them, which was great. Yes, we, it was. We, we needed a bit of luck for a change. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying, don't... And I remember the referee as well. Was it that guy with the fuzzy grey hair? I think it was his... They all seemed to give referees their retirement game in the playoff final. 
And um, what was his name? Um, you remember him? He had very tight shorts and very... The best for me was Roger Milton. Roger, that's him. Yeah, he was all right. He was yeah. a decent referee. Yeah. Was it was it the first goal? I can't know how I'm getting the matches mixed up now, but there was one goal, I think it was this one, where, where the Leicester player, which obviously would have been Steve Walsh, headed it towards the goal. Their, their defender bent down to head it, and it went over his head and into the net. Yeah, and I'm sure there was a f- over the under the foot involved as well, but maybe not. Maybe I think not. for the second goal... He it went in like you say. He, he, the goalkeeper made a good save for Derby. Yeah, Hi, Anthony. Yeah. By the way, um, Roger Milford, the referee from Bristol, where Anthony's from. Um, good, good referee he was full of referees, obviously. Good referee. <laughs> I think, and then it sort of fell to Walshy, but I think he kind of scuffed it in. Although yeah, he, you know, it went in. He, I think he scuffed it in, but I don't I think, think he, could, it, he could have necessarily. Mystery. I think I was too busy jumping up for the goal. I thought Ormond was going to score. Yeah, yeah it was all a bit bizarre because if you could probably see me by Walsh's right hand up there somewhere, I'm sure mm. that's where I was. Um, I always I couldn't get behind the goal for some reason. Always that spot there. So, we yeah, we um, uh, Brian Little was absolutely overcome with emotion. I mean, you were oh. there. You'd awesome. been to the third one you'd been to. It was awesome. How was it feel? I mean, it must have been when that final whistle went because it was a tight game, two-one. Yeah, it must have been. You, ah, oh, must have been mad. Yeah, it was. Um, but you know what? The my biggest one, the biggest thing I wanted to do there was to get out the ground, get back to Surrey, and go and see my mate down the cricket club who was playing. A Sunday game of cricket that I should have been playing in. Sorry, no, it was Monday, wasn't it? Bank Holiday Monday, was mm. it? Um, I that I was supposed to be playing in as well, and just get there beyond it and get the bar open and just rub it in. Because he was a, a Southern Derby fan. I don't know why. He just had this thing about Derby years ago. Mm. Uh, and this was a great moment. Only, only superseded, well, yeah, in first best ever moment. Um, second best is when we did them. Was it four or five? One at their place. Okay. Yes, four so, goals yeah. in about the first sixteen yeah. minutes. All yeah. headers. All and, headers. And I was in the pub with about half a dozen Derby fans, and um, I didn't get to that game. But I was in the pub, and they all left about half an hour. <laughs> yes. gone. I had to buy me uh, beers for the rest of the game. It was on Sky that one as well. That was yeah. one of the few used to win on Sky. Yeah. Um, no, that that moment, Chris. It, it, you know, the, the relief when the whistle went, the actual relief was almost exhausting um, because you just didn't believe it was going to happen. We kept we kept going. We kept, as Mickey Adams said, we kept the faith. But deep down, I don't think we really believed we were going to beat Derby. Uh, but the players did. Uh, and on a pretty hot day, I think. I think they're all hot days from what I remember. Um, it was It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. It, it was, I mean, Brian Little would admit it wasn't the best game. No, no. But it was the result yeah. that mattered more than the performance for this yeah. game. Yeah. I, I know Steve Walsh coming out saying, thank God we didn't lose for a third time on the row. Um, yeah. Following season, Derby County ended ninth place in the first division. Uh, six points below the final playoff places. Mm-hmm. Of course, we came straight back down again. 
we finished 19th, three places and 19 points from safety. But there's a lot of speculation. What are your thoughts? Because I, Brian Little obviously left and it caused a lot of bad feeling. And he went to Aston Villa. Now, I don't think Brian Little would have left if he'd been offered the job at Everton. No. Or if he'd been offered the job at uh, Forest or wherever. But Villa was his club. Yeah. And you know, left as well. He I refused do. he refused Leeds, he refused Everton, and he went to Celtic because it was his club. I kind of all right, maybe he could have left in a better way, but you know, he's the problem is when it's your club comes knocking like that, and it's like you know Brian Potter at Chelsea. The, everybody's got their club, you know, players, managers, fans, etc. Of course, we have, and I think when the chance comes to play for your club, if you're a player or manager, manager your your club, then you can't turn it down because you don't know if that chance will ever come up again. No, you're right, and I wasn't surprised, um, especially after the season we had in uh, 1995, because um, we were bad. And I'm, I was kindly invited to Chelsea um, in the players' bar and everything else by a mate of mine who used to work there. And um, and I remember coming out of the players' lounge after half-time as the players were coming out, and I looked at Brian Little and I went, you know, we were about three or four down at the time, I think, or three. And he and he just went shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and I thought then, I thought that's well, it then. If he yeah. don't know what's going on, we got a big problem here. Yeah. And, and I think that probably helped make his mind up because we awesome. we weren't good enough. I mean, we had people. I mean, bless them. Thank you for what they did. But Gary Coates with Carey Willis Whitlow. They weren't Premier League players. No. Um, and we, we, one Premier League player we did bring in, I think he was actually from Notts County. Uh, what, what, I think that they were, whether he was our first million pound player, Mark Draper. Yeah, what a player. But, uh, but he didn't last long. He had a problem. Well, he um, went to Villa. He followed um, yeah. Brian up to Villa, as did Julian Jochim. Yeah, no. There's something really weird about all that, wasn't there? Um, so I don't think Leicester handled it as well as they could have done. I, I, no, I never no. found out exactly what happened. No. I mean, nobody's. All we did was got the Judas signs. Well, we didn't, I didn't, but got the Judas signs out when he came back, which yes. I thought was a little unfair. Um, but then, I think so because you know, I think I think he saved our club because we yeah. were going nowhere before he, he came in. He changed the attitude. He changed yeah. the mentality of it. Yes. And he also started to get us on the road to commercialism, I think, or, or sort of went along with it. That was, he, that, he yes, that was that. because Barry Pierpoint yeah. became the club's first chief executive. Yeah. And again, guys, get onto you know, the YouTube site, Left Little Eye Die TV, check out the conversation heading, and you'll see Brian Little's interview with me. You'll see Barry Pierpoint's. They actually got on very well. They introduced um, Family Night Fridays or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um, and they did, you know, bring in commercialism. But he left. Mark McGee came in. Uh, he he wanted to play very, very nice football. Uh, he did. He did play nice football. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, I, I think we, we weren't in the position at the bottom of the table. We just needed to hoof the ball up and score goals. 
Yeah, but he did all right. He did all right. But then he got turned by Ferguson, didn't he? Same yeah. rooms for a bigger club. Yeah. You know, now, now he regrets it. I think I've seen him publicly state that he regretted what he did. Well, I mean, the funny thing with with and this is the thing with fans, isn't it? Is that I hated him, and I think I hated him for for the saying that Wolves were the bigger club. That's what hurt, I think. But yeah. we didn't mind when he walked out on Reading to join us. No, exactly. This <laughs> is being a fan. It's very, very, uh, very, very fickle, isn't it? Bit like know? Holloway, isn't it? Really. Yeah, but you know. look, it came down. Um, we weren't to know what was going to happen uh, because obviously, you know, little left. McGee came in. We got relegated very early into the next season. Uh, he walked out, like I say, to go to Wolves, and then we got Sir Martin coming in, yeah. Mr. Martin O'Neill. And what? Well, he, he will always be. <laughs> Sorry. He did a Ferguson, didn't he? Was it 11, 12 games with nothing? Yes, he did. Uh, He always says he remembers the, uh, and I don't remember the day, but I think it was the Sheffield United game where the fans were going absolutely mad at him. Uh, It's always ingrained in his his memory. But my God, what, what what a time was to come. And... We'd, we'd, we'd lost two um, out of three, then we won out of three, won the third one, got relegated, went back for a fourth time um, in, oops, not that one, in, oh, I've not loaded it, where is it? Uh, yeah, there it is, 1996. Yeah, Palace and uh, Leicester City. Um, we will always remember that for the shin, won't we? Yeah, but I reckon we had, what was it, two years difference, yeah? Two seasons difference, I reckon we probably only had. I think Kevin put well, obviously Kevin Paul played in goal, didn't he? We talked about that the other day. Yes. And Kalak. Um, I Don't think worry, Kevin boss. Paul... I'll win <laughs> it for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we only had about four players from the '94 playoff final in that final. If I well, remember, the whole, option, the whole midfield and forward line changed. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, Kevin Paul. Uh, Simon Grayson, uh, Julian Watts, the uh, who said friend of the station, friend of the station, used to do a lot with us. Um, Mike Whitlow played that one, that fuck that, yeah. Mike Whitlow played, uh, Julian Watts, who's he says, My claim to fame is that I put the cross in for um, Steve Clarish to shin it. Steve Walsh was the defender. Then we had Gary Parker, Muzzy Is It, Neil Lennon, Scott Taylor, Emil Heskey, and Steve Claridge. Um, substitutes then were Mark Robbins, who came on in the 101st minute. He replaced Scott Taylor. Um, Colin Hill came on in 118 minutes to replace Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh, yeah. And, of course, who can ever forget right. Zoko Kalic coming on in the 119th minute to replace Kevin Paul. But just to um, look at how, how we got there, uh, Sunderland had won the, 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 the second tier, 83 points. Derby County, funnily enough, that year was second and went up, although they weren't to have a very good season when they went up, still holding the record for the lowest number of points <laughs> in the Premier League. Palace, um, Palace won, oh, sorry, Palace were third with 75 
Uh, Stoke City fourth with 73. Leicester fifth on goal difference uh, uh, at 71. And sixth, Charlton Athletic also on 71. Uh, Playoff semi. um, We went went to Stoke. We did. Dude, that was Um, a tough place to go. That was a horrible ground to go to, really. Yeah, Graham Potter played in that game. Oh, that, that was just, that was going to be my next thing. Well oh, okay. Done, sorry. Have you, you got Wikipedia open as well? You I, I wouldn't know how to get to uh, things open on this. <laughs> but yes, Graham Potter. Uh, Kevin Paul made a save in the fifth minute from Graham Potter. Oh, I can't remember that, but I remember him playing because he, he he didn't score many goals anyway, did he? Was he a midfielder or something like that? I have no idea. I've no um, idea. But uh, Michael Walker in the Guardian compared the save to Gordon Banks' save of the century against Pelly. Oh God, I can't remember it. I didn't. Know. I can't remember it being uh, uh, that. No. that brilliant, but apparently, it was. The second leg again played three days later at the Victoria Ground in Stoke. After the first, after goalless first half, uh, Gary Parker put Leicester Gary City Parker. just thirty seconds into the second. Uh, he'd been restored to the team after 10 games following a disagreement yeah. with manager Martin O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I didn't think he was going to be able to play. Um, but, yeah, I liked I Gary Parker. I thought he was a absolutely... He had a bit of a Madders attitude, didn't he? In Madison's a bit like him in a way. Mm. and he, I think he's a better, Madison's a much better player. But um, yeah, they had that sort of arrogance, the way they played, which is great when they're playing for you. Yes. Um and uh it yeah, it, I, I just used to love it when, when he got a penalty, he always say Parker Pen. <laughs> we used to <laughs> we used to crack my girls up, I tell you, Parker Pen. <laughs> uh in the in the other game, uh three one to Crystal Palace, uh over Charlton Athletic. Um and then it was back back to back to Wembley. Good evening, Doug. Uh, I love your comment. I'll bring that up in a second, actually, because we're going to take a little break in a minute. Harry but, Bassett uh, was in charge at Palace, wasn't he, then? Uh, Dave Bassett, wasn't he? Sure he was. Bassett Hound, yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he was. Another Leicester connection. Yeah. Um, but we got to the we got to the final. Um again, seventy-three thousand odd people plus there. Uh it was nil-nil going... Well, it was one-nil, because, again, as always in these playoff finals, we went to goal down. Yeah. They scored after 14 minutes, but then in the, it was getting a little bit tight, and the 75th minute, 76th minute, Muzzy is it breaks into the box and gets oh, taken right. out. Taken out. He was taken yes. out, yeah. 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 With Gary, um, Parker Gary Parker, who stood up to take the penalty. Yeah, yeah. He had plenty of confidence, that guy, I tell you. Plenty of confidence. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. But I, I, I can't remember too much of the game, you know. It's weird, isn't it? Considering it was extra time and everything. I don't know. It was go, going in, wasn't it? Um, I re- Gareth Southgate played for Palace then, did he? Or not? Yeah, well, um, Nigel Martin was in goal. Pitcher, yeah. Edgeworthy, Brown, Tuttle, Quinn, Hopkin, Roberts, Horton, Friedman and Nadar. Oh, uh, the substitutes were Vart, Roger and Bruce Dyer. Uh, and the manager uh, was, was David Allison on that one. 
who is actually my my nephew. No, my cousin. My cousin oh. is David Allison. Not him. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Not him, but it is the same guy. And, of course, like we say, heading towards penalties, we thought, here we go again. Um, I say heading towards penalties and... The Crystal Palace players admit it put them off. They don't think yeah, anybody's expecting yeah. a, a, a goalkeeper. That classic, classic um, comment as he walked on, I mentioned it earlier, don't <laughs> worry, boss, I'll win it for you. And yeah. I remember, um, whether it was David Pleat or whoever was co-commentating on the TV, his comment was, I'm surprised they're making the change because Kevin Poole's always struck me as a good stop shotter. Yeah. But Kalich was seven foot... Eight or something, yeah. wasn't it? It was ridiculous. Never had a good time at Leicester. Um, no. But went on to play for AC Milan. He didn't really get much of a chance at Leicester from memory. No. Um, he, he, I, mean, I only had one really, really bad game and he was at fault for like three goals. He was like mm, Dracula. Mm, you know, he wouldn't come out for crosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't settle in too well, did he? No, no. But like I say, he ended up at AC Milan. Um, okay. I mean, what what an end to a game. Yeah, and the other issue, I think we were more worried about losing, not because of not going up, but I think there was a, there was a rumour around that Heskey was going to leave at the end of the season. This could be his last game for Leicester. Right. And I don't know who was after him, probably Liverpool. Um, but... but that was his boyhood club, allegedly, wasn't it? And obviously they got him in the end. But I think if we hadn't gone up, he'd have gone earlier because he was a superstar yeah. in that um, championship, champion, whatever it's called then, was the championship, wasn't it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's no way he would have stayed another year in there, as I don't think would some of the others. No. And no. Muzzy is it was after Chelsea. I think Chelsea tried to buy him back. We not signed him then. We got him on loan still then, I think, haven't we? I think we had, um, yes. He was but, in their yeah. reserves. He wasn't even made into their first team. No. Um, I mean, O'Neill was jubilant and thankful a penalty shootout was avoided. We just about deserved to win it, and that's an understatement. Uh, yeah. We played well, but we didn't fancy penalties. Um, Bassett said, this is the third time I've done this and third time I've lost. Um Neil Robinson in The Guardian reported that O'Neill was given a £5 million budget to make additions to the Leicester City squad, <laughs> which was a lot for us in them days. You know, I mean, when you come to think that budget was what Peter Taylor spent on uh, Akinbaye. Um, <laughs> I know. The following season, uh, Leicester, of course, we finished ninth, went on to win the League Cup um, that season. Crystal Palace finished uh, sixth. And went up via the playoffs themselves, beating Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah. But those were our two wins. It was our fifth um, win in the final, Mark Leicester City's fifth promotion since we were relegated in the 68 69 season. Um, but uh, memories, but we didn't need, as it happened, another playoff final, which was bloody good because we didn't do very well at all. And these are where the memories actually get rather, rather, what can I say? Shit, basically, I think is the word. We'll be back after this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. 
Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes. Indeed. And I've just got to say, uh, like I say, thank you to, to Doug who's popped in. Uh, and he did like my tweet from earlier. And I, I felt a little bit naughty. I'd got a bit of time on my hands. You know, I don't waste my time, Dave, do I? Um, but I did put this out earlier. Um, and it was, uh, who's had the better career? Both of them there playing for Leicester. And, and the reason I put this up as well is because this is going to come up in a sec in a minute. Harry Kane and Jamie Vardy, both there behind uh, Nigel Pearson on the subs bench. Um, uh, Kane has won three golden uh, Premier League golden boots, which is a bit odd because they come in pairs. <laughs> He's twice won uh, the Premier League Player of the Year. On the other hand, old um, Jamie Vardy has managed to win one Premier League golden boot, one conference golden boot, one English Premier League Player of the Year. He's won one English Championship, one FA Cup, one Community Shield and one Premier League. Ah, oh, Jamie, we're proud of you, mate. We're proud of you. But, I mean, poor, poor, poor Harry Kane. What can you say? But, uh, anyway, Thanks. let me bring you more up to date. This will make you... on tonight. Did they get through the Champions League or not? Oh, I've no, no do, idea. Do we, do we care? No, we don't. We no, don't. We don't. Oh, this one was painful. Yes. We did get to painful. the final uh, in 2010, but yeah. we got through to the semis. Um, oh, the four thing? teams in the playoff were Forest, Cardiff. Forest had finished third with 79. Cardiff fourth with 76. Uh, Leicester fifth with 76. And Blackpool, who would go on to, to win the final... Finished six with uh, seventy, uh, and I've got to say, well done to them for knocking uh, knocking Blackpool out. Of course, um, first leg, first leg, we got eighth um, of May. We played at Filbert Street, and we lost one nil to Cardiff City. Seventy uh, eighth minute goal from Guy Whittingham. Now, there's a name from the past. Uh, second leg. Um, came along and where are we it was 2-3 after extra time uh Friot put Leicester ahead on the uh 25th minute uh sorry had equalized for Leicester on the 25th minute four minutes after Chopra had put uh a scored for Cardiff uh Hudson then went uh and scored an own goal for Cardiff making it I that would make it 2-2 uh, King, Andy King, got a, a goal on the 49th minute. Uh, Whittingham then got a penalty in the... Again, a penalty! Every love story you look at for Leicester's always got a penalty around it, hasn't it? Um, Guy Whittingham got a 69th. Uh, he, I mean, he could have gone on to have a great career if he'd moved clubs. Uh, the referee here was Howard Webb. And it went to penalties. I'm afraid I'm going to have to take this through for you here, Dave. No. Chopra scored for Cardiff. 
and I'm not sure what order this was in. Burner, uh, I think Burner went first. Oh, he said Burner scored. Bloody old Burner, do you remember him? Scored for Leicester. Chopra scored for Cardiff. Uh, Howard, do you remember Howard? Yeah, I do. Howard uh, scored for Leicester. McCormack equalised for Cardiff. Solano, Solano, good God, scored for Leicester. Ledley scored for uh, Cardiff. And then we had the moment that you can see up above. And I have to admit, I do feel kind of sorry for Jan Kermagrant on this. Um, you, I don't think you should ever try a penenka. Is that what they're called? Mm. I don't think we should. You should ever try one of these, especially not in a in a you know playoff final or, or an FA Cup or any final. Had that gone in though, he would have been hailed as a star, yeah. wouldn't he? Well, yeah, but that was ridiculous. You know, I mean, it, it was so slow. The keeper had time to fall over and get up and get it. Yes. I mean, the fact that he, I think he kicked it out in the end, did he? I don't know. But it was, and then he went down and then he kind of went back and got it with his hand or something. His hand was it? Yeah, it was horrendous time. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. It was he was like, a decent player, actually, as well. He didn't get many games for us, I don't think. He, well, he, not he after that. No, I don't think no. we really saw him again after that. No, uh, he was a bad player. He went on to have a decent career at Bournemouth, believe it or yeah. not, of all places. And I think he may well have scored uh, scored against us, if I am He did, not he did. Yeah, I remember that. Mistaken. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. Which is always going to happen, isn't it, really? Um wasn't much to ask, though, was it, really? Just hit the bloody thing. Yeah, and the funny thing is, um, I don't know if you remember, when he was walking back to the centre circle, not one Leicester City player was consoling him. No, it, was, it was a bad moment. I mean, Jan Kermigrand, he actually played 20 games for us. I'm not sure whether he actually uh, we bought him off YouTube. You know, I've just watched him on YouTube. Uh, do you know how many goals he scored for us? Not as many as he should have done. One. 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 We then put him out on loan to Aries Avignon back in France. 28, six goals, three, uh, 26 games, three goals. He then went on to Charlton Athletic for three seasons. And he scored 89 goals. So he played 89 games and scored 28 yeah. goals. Okay. Um, and then he went to AFC Bournemouth, um, where he played two seasons, got 60, played 61 games, got 24 goals, and then went to Reading for two seasons, um, score, scoring 23 goals in 84 games. Um, before any Vaughn's again, who I'm guessing were in France. Um, he was a bad player. He wasn't a bad player. Just do you know? Do you know he retired. He only retired on um, the twenty second of April, twenty twenty. And of course, they went and then scored the next goal, Kennedy. 
And do you remember who went stood up to take our last goal, which we needed to score to go through to the final? No. What do you I, have I for breakfast know. yesterday? <laughs> Still playing, I believe, Martin Waghorn. Waghorn, was he? Yeah. Who basically yeah, yeah. we had on loan and did really, Separate really well me. for us. But then, if you remember Sunderland, I think it was from, um, yeah. absolutely held out for like, something like £3 million or something. Ridiculous. Oh. Um, Martin Waghorn actually played 60 games for Leicester and uh, scored only scored eight goals, though. Um, Waghorn joined Leicester City on loan in August 20, 2009. Most of those while he was on loan with us, I think. Yeah. Um, just saying how I'm just seeing if, um, oh, yeah, on the 31st of August, Waggon rejoined Leicester City on a permanent deal for a free rise into three million, uh, mm. to help fund Sunderland's record signing, Amasoa Gian. Um, so uh, after us, we sold him to after Wigan Athletic, um. He never was a. I mean, like a, he was at Derby, he, 111 games at Derby, but he only got 26 goals. Mm. But my memory of that match well, wasn't just Jan Kermagrant penalty. It was like I say, the fan, the players' reaction to him when he walked back. Nobody was going up and consoling him. And of course, mm. Martin Waghorn went up, smashed it. I'm not sure whether it hit the bar and went over, or it just went over on its own. I don't know if you remember at all. I just I thought it just went over. Did, but yeah. all the but, players, all the Leicester players and thing, were were really consoling him because he'd fallen. He was laid on his back crying, yeah. and yeah, everybody was still ignoring Kermagant. Yeah. <laughs> never, never really much to play again for us after that, you know. Um, ah, it, well, it was we, a weird game, very weird game. It was. It was. Guys, if you feeling generous, please subscribe to the channel. It does help us. If you also um, want to smash the likes, that is a big help as well. It does get us seen on channels that don't follow us and hopefully we'll get them to follow us. And if you want there, as you can see, one only one ninety nine of your good English pounds uh, per month to show your support and become a member. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. One of the things you get, you get discount on merchandise. You get... Um, you get into the community group on YouTube, which is just for members. We did have gold, silver and bronze, but in these tough times financially, I got rid, as Dave will tell you, I got rid of the gold and silver, merged them all into one and just charging the bronze price. I was a fool to myself, really, because David ended up paying less. <laughs> I, got, I, I got a refund. You did? You got a I refund did. from me. That's the sort of guy, and I knew you would get a refund because it does come up and warn you. And I thought, no, no, that's the sort of guy I am. I didn't mind doing that. I'm thinking of the uh, the time. But look. I now, checked my bank account. I thought it had bounced or something. <laughs> Do you, the question is, think that was the worst defeat in the semis or was this? I think this one felt worse. Yes. Um, I didn't expect to win it. I must say, I must confess at the time, 
Um, again, I was playing cricket and I didn't get to the second leg, but I thought mm, it, it doesn't look good. We weren't playing particularly well. So I thought, okay, fair enough. And Watford weren't a bad side. Mm. But and Deeney, I think, scoring for England at the time, I mean, he was just, just knocking them away. Yeah. But to, to do it like that, <laughs> I think you said to me earlier, it wasn't a penalty anyway, I don't think, was it? Um, I don't think it was. I don't it, think it was. No. no. Um, I mean, we'd lost the first leg, or had we? Had we like? I'm just trying to get it up now. Um, it was one all. Was it one all the first leg? Yeah. Yeah, that was, and, didn't look good. No, no. Um, let's just have a look. Yeah. So, um, no, it was one nil to Leicester the first leg. First leg was 1-0 oh, oh, to Leicester. 1-0, right. that's it. Yeah. And then the second leg was 3-1, obviously, yeah. to, 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 to Watford. Nugent yeah, they... scored uh, for Leicester City in the first leg on the 67 minutes, 62nd minute. And let's be honest with you, at that point, you thought, it's all looking good. Um, that was at, uh, at um, the King Power Stadium, I think, or was it the Walkers then? I'm not sure. And then, of course, we came to the second leg. Ah, Vicarage Road, we went down to. Um, mm. Probably one of the best, well, I don't think so for me, but it, it, it will, it's always getting repeated around whenever the, the Sky is showing the playoff final, the gentleman that you can see on the screen there yeah. having an absolute, absolute orgasm when that third goal went in for Watford. Um, now, what I was going to say was, do you know who was in the team for us that day? Um, well, Schmeichel was in goal, wasn't he? Schmeichel was in goal, yes. Um, I don't think... I think Walsh had gone by then, and he um, wasn't playing. Um, who did we have? Is it? No, sorry. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about 19, uh, 2013. Okay. Um, well, let, me, let me tell you, there was one player I want to get to. But the, yeah. the, 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 the actual lineup was Schmeichel in goal, Schluck was left back. Oh. Keane was, I think we got him on loan. Uh, he was, yeah. Was, was sent about with Morgan, uh, who was captain. Delat was on the right. Uh, Knockyart left midfield. James oh, yeah. <laughs> in the middle with Dyer, uh, I like Dyer, and Andy King on the right. And then Nugent and Chris Wood up front, mm. who I think went on to score our first goal in the Premier League, to be honest with you. But. Chris Wood was um, substituted, and he was substituted on the 76th minute, I believe it was, um, which I will tell you now, 70, 61 minutes, sorry, 61 minutes, Chris Wood was taken off. Do you remember who came on for him? Um, I guess about then Vardy. No, you should have gone for the other one, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Yes. I'd forgotten he ever played for us. Yeah, well, <laughs> he he was obviously on loan. Uh, whatever happened to him? No, no. <laughs> He'll never make it. 
No, no, we'll never win a trophy. Uh, but yes, he actually came on in the 61st minute for Chris Wood. Um, Chris Wood had got a book in, so possibly that was why he was taken off. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it was what it went 1 0. Uh, Vid, um, Vidra scored. He went on to play a long, long time for Burnley. A left footed shot, and it was his first goal of the season. Who knew? Um, <laughs> David Nugent equalised with a header. Uh, on the 19th minute, so only four minutes later, goal of the uh, second goal of the season. And then Vidra got his second to make it 2-1 uh, on the 65th minute. We then got a penalty. Now then, I, I remember watching that with my two boys, and I was jumping up and down, and Simon, my youngest of my two boys, was jumping up and down with me, and Sean said, now, nah, they've got to score it first. And now I still blame him to this day that he cursed that penalty. <laughs> but, but, I think it was, a. I don't think that would have been given if we'd had VAR. No, no. And in a way, I'm not saying justice was done by them scoring, but justice was done because... He, it was saved because he is he touched his back and he went down, you know, like a yeah. flosby flop sort of thing. Um, and there's no no way I don't think you could claim that was a penalty, but of course, Nokia, who wasn't really our penalty taker, no, Nugent was, wasn't he? Hmm. But obviously, he'd won it and he felt confident. And let's be honest with you. He could have had a good career with us, Nokia. I like Nokia. He had a sweet foot on him. I can remember him scoring a goal in a game. I was down the pub watching it. We were playing Sheffield Wednesday, and I said, uh, he's going to put this free kick in the top left-hand corner. Top bins, straight away. So he could do it. So I wasn't overly worried. Hmm. Obviously, it was saved. It was saved by Almunia, who was the Watford goalkeeper at the time. Uh, it was the 97th minute, this was. It was a huge call by the referee, in fairness. And he then saved the rebound as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the rest, as they say, up the other end. And uh, the rest is history. We had a strong bench then, didn't we? When you think about it. Well, the substitutes here were Conrad Logan. Drank, drink water. Drink water, who came yeah. on for Dyer. Okay. He came on on the 66th minute as well. Of Liam course. Moore. Yeah. Alkoncheski. Yeah. Ben Marshall. Yeah. I always like Ben Marshall. I've got to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. But he, he messed up, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know the and not only interesting fact number two, because interesting fact number one was that Harry Kane came on for Chris Woods, is the fact that Harry Kane came on and Jamie Vardy didn't. No, I, no. Doesn't seem to make sense now, does it? But... No, now it doesn't. Um <laughs> maybe but... hold the ball up like what well, a similar player to Wood, wasn't he, Kane? Yeah. 
Maybe if maybe if Kane had taken the penalty, but then again, maybe not after the World Cup. Good call, good call. Two penalty takers on the pitch. Yeah. In fairness to um, Jamie Vardy, I don't think he was feeling like it was going well for him at the time. No, uh, he had a bad start, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he he nearly kind of actually. Uh, was going to was going to quit football, and of course it was only the next season. I think probably that Man United game when he came, he came in, you know, into it basically. Um, but the final was between Watford and Palace. It went to extra time, uh, and they won it. Palace by a penalty, as if you wouldn't believe it. You know? <laughs> and Palace had knocked obviously local well to them their derby game, which is Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, uh, so that and since, of course, the next season we absolutely walked the division. It was actually, I think, if I remember at the time reading it or hearing about it, Nigel Pearson took the management team away for a week or something in a retreat, uh, to try and get it out of their system and said, Look, you know, it's done, that's it. If we go up next year, it'll all be forgotten. And I, I think he did a brilliant management job there. He you know, did. The, way he, well, the way he did that and kept the heads up and said, look, we can have another go. We know we're good enough. We'll sign a couple more players. Yeah. Um, and and they did. And they murdered it, didn't they? Oh, un, un- murdered it. I mean, that season, um, let me just see if I can get it up. Because I can remember I went up to Burnley um what season would that be? 2013-14, wasn't it? No. No, no, it was 2014, uh, 14, 15, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. Here we go. Um, we absolutely murdered it. Um, yeah, I remember going up to Burnley and uh, Burnley were... Leicester were hosting Burnley on my birthday. And, of course, I'd, I'd lived in Burnley for 20-odd years, worked for the Burnley uh, Express. Yeah. And uh, one of my good friends, Janet, bless her. I mean, she literally, once I got there, she was my taxi all weekend. She was so <laughs> nice. And <laughs> I met up with a lot of ex, you know people that I'd worked with, etc., etc. But she said, have you got your ticket yet? And I said, no, I'm actually going to get it within the next couple of days. And she said, "Don't bother. You're coming into because they didn't. They didn't. They didn't actually have boxes as such, but they had one big room with with big tables on. You're going to come onto the Burnley Express table." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Wow. Okay. Thank you very much." And so, of course, I had the full, you know, feed course meal and and all, all the extras. And I was sat. Obviously, you sat in the you know the the box. You know the, those seats that are reserved for people that had that been in the uh, in, in in this lounge. And I was the only one up cheering when Leicester City scored. And I remember the woman next to me was a West Ham fan, and she turned to me. She wasn't on our table. She turned to me and went, "But you're having a happy birthday." <laughs> and that, that one that Chris Wood scored. He was on the left wing, and he scored it from well. Um, Oh no! That that. Oh, hang on a second. Was that the season? No, I don't think it was that season. It was thirteen, fourteen. 
13-14. Did Burnley go up with us that year? Yes, they did. They went up in second. 14-15 um, was the um, relegation year. That was the uh, great escape. Yeah, then 14, that's right. And then 15-16. That's right. That was in the Premier League then. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened, <laughs> other than the fact that we won that thing behind me. Well, um, we, yeah, we scored over 100 points, I think, didn't we? Which was quite I'm just gonna get impressive. I'm going to have to start listening to you, aren't I? You give me the wrong information. Sorry, mate. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, what did you have for breakfast? <laughs> no idea. Let's have a look here. Um, but we had... Um, oh, what else? Right. Let, let me, Leicester City 2013 to 2014. We broke virtually every record that was going. Well, we, we won shed loads of games. I remember that. Oh. We, we kept winning yeah. all the time. We, we got out, knocked out the FA Cup in the third round and the League Cup in the fifth round, so we could concentrate, as they say. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the pre-season, we'd beaten Leamington 2-0, we drew with Ilkinson, we beat Port Vale 1-0, we drew with York, we beat Corby 3-2, we then went on to lose to AS Monaco, we lost to Northampton Town and we lost to Colville Town. But then when we got into the um, let's have a look, this events, Wes Morgan is called up to play for Jamaica and he signs a one-year contract extension. Oh, yeah. Paul Koncheski signs a one-year contract extension. Gary Taylor Fletcher, do you remember him? Signs oh, a one-year wow. contract extension. Mar Marcin Wazaleski, wow, signs a one-year contract extension. He could have had whatever he wanted. I don't think anybody would have argued with him. Um, <laughs> we had Mares plays for Algeria for the first time. Um, oh, now James Pearson signs a one-year contract extension. Uh, Schmeichel signs a four-year extension. Drinkwater signs a four-year extension. Uh, Nigel Pearson signs a three-year contract extension. Um, so a lot of contract extensions there. Um, and the squad, Schmeichel, Conrad Logan and Adam Smith in goal. Uh, defenders, Richard Dillat, Paul Koncheski, Wes Morgan, Zach Whitbread. Good God. Um, Sean St. Ledger, uh, Jeff Schlupp, Liam Moore, uh, Zumaran, Zumanan Bakayogo, um, oh, in, 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 in Garzi Miguel. Uh, yeah, and Martin Wazaleski. Uh, midfielders, Drinkwater, Marshall, Dean Hammond, Matty James, Andy King, Lloyd Dyer. He was a lovely player, Lloyd Dyer. Neil Dans, Anthony Knockyart, and Riyad Mahrez. And the forwards were Vardy, Waghorn, Gallagher. Loved his penalties. Uh, Tom Hopper, Gary Taylor Fletcher. He always, looked, he always looked like the dad that was going on, didn't he? <laughs> uh, Marco Fuchtus, bloody hell. David Nugent and Chris Wood. And we just literally, we just tore into them. We did lose um, Kevin Phillips. He retired. Ben yeah. uh, Marshall. Did he not stay on the coaching stuff? He did. He did. Yeah. yeah. Um 
I remember as well, the other game I remember from this season was Bournemouth. So we went down to... Bournemouth had got... Were, were obviously in the same league as us. Uh, when did we go to Bournemouth? And have a lovely time of day. We went to Bournemouth. Was it this season or was it the season before? No, it could have yeah, been the I can't remember that. No, it could have been the season before. So I won't tell the story because obviously it isn't relevant. <laughs> so, let I mean, we finished first. We got 102 points. We scored 83 goals. We won 31 matches. We only lost six, although Black Burnley only lost five. We were first. Barnsley, Burnley were second. Um, Rangers got up that year, did they as well? Was that Queen's yeah, Park Rangers? They qualified by the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think who they beat. Not, Pat, not Watford, was it? it was, who did they beat? Wigan or Derby? Yeah, maybe somebody like that. They only show me the three teams for some reason. Mm. But from our 22nd game, um, which would have been uh, on the 26th of December, we beat Reading 1 0. We were top for the whole season. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it was just, we, we were literally, we were winning, uh, and we were breaking records left, right, and centre. Um, it was a great season, and we did you know we didn't need the playoffs, did we? No, that was the biggest relief, really, because even though we we'd done two, um, the last two were awful, so that we didn't, really didn't want to get in the playoffs again. No, and then make sure we didn't. It was a sensational season. What a what a reaction to the that you know what had happened the previous yeah. season. You know, and David, we thought we were set up for it. Really, did for the next season. Mm. Sure. David Nugent scored twenty goals and Jamie Vardy sixteen that season. Yeah. Uh, Gary Taylor Fletcher got three. Good old Gary. Um, he's he's uh, an ambassador, isn't he, at Southampton? There is he. I think so because he was commenting on the well before the game on Saturday. He was, he was saying that Southampton would probably win it. Weren't wrong, was he? No, he wasn't wrong at all. Um, let's just have a look. Uh, we yes, yeah, so we won thirty-five out of fifty-two games. Our win percentage was sixty-seven point three one. Um, biggest win was five-two. Um, the heaviest defeat was four-one against Brighton. Um, uh, it it was it was just an amazing season, and since then, and hopefully moving forward, we are still going to be in the Premier League. Yeah, I think so. Um, I've done a weird thing, you know. I, I used to do this when when I was well, more, more 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 than more what weird you would normal. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I've done a a thing about where everybody's going to finish. All right, do, do how many games? You know, yeah. so I've got. Bournemouth, actually, it's nothing very exciting. It's the same positions they're in now, I think. So we're going to end up on 39 points, I think, finish 14th. Um, Forest will be 17th. And then Everton, Saints and Bournemouth will go down, according to my guesstimate. 
we might have to do a show on that, you know. It's not a bad idea. I tell you, it's interesting to see that Forest have only got to play four of the bottom clubs around them, mm. whereas Palace have got to play seven. And uh, Southampton and Everton have only got to play four around them as well. We've got um, a difficult one coming up, though, haven't we? Well, we got, yeah, maybe Chelsea home, Brentford away, Palace away, Villa at home, Bournemouth home. It's not bad, is it? Well, I don't know. When you can't beat Southampton, well, <laughs> you've got to ask, haven't you? Apparently, <laughs> we played well. It was just the taking the chances. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the way I saw it on the day, but there you go. Yeah. Dave, thank you so much for tonight. You're welcome. Bloody hell, it's nearly 11 o'clock. It is, it is. Go I'm on, going to turn into a pumpkin. Some would do. say I already have. You do go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm correcting everything you're telling me that's wrong. That's it's, good, it's good job Brad's not here, isn't it? <laughs> Be until one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I never said that. No, you didn't. No, I only thought. You, you mean Brad and his friend the Echo? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, stay, can you, if you can stay online, I'll have a very quick word with you yeah. when I finish the right, show. Mate. So don't go. But okay. thank you very much. When is your next prog rock on um, Surrey Hills Radio? Um, I haven't recorded it yet, but it's going to be the first Saturday in April, whenever that is. A couple of weeks off you. We will speak a couple of times before then, but yeah. check out. You can always go on to Mixcloud um, and probably on sorryhillsradio.co.uk as well and check out. Check um, all of them out, exactly. Yeah. Indeed. If you like your bit of prog rock, that's your show. Dave, thank you very much, mate. And I will see you next Monday. Indeed. Yeah. All see the best, guys. mate. Take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye bye. Rich is in. Uh, cheers, buddy. Thank you for that. How are you? I predicted a 3-1 win for you. Hey, it's at the end of the day, it's only three points. And I just, got to be honest with you, I just loved Gary Neville's face. But you, I, I still think you'll get top four and finish in Europe uh, in the Champions League places. I really do. Uh, I think Ten Hag's turned it around quicker than I thought he would. So, uh, unlucky. But I think you'll have a good good end of the season. Um, I will be back tomorrow, nine o'clock. It's the preview show. We're going to have, a, I think, a Chelsea hopefully guy coming on to join us, and also a Chelsea pre-record. Uh, and obviously, be myself and Craig uh, doing the match. Thank you so very much for Dave. We are both going to turn into pumpkins very, very quickly. Uh, Mrs. Dave is probably saying, dra- trying to drag him to bed as we speak, um, which is probably why he doesn't want to go. But anyway, thanks very much, guys. I'll see you tomorrow at nine. All the best. Thank you for watching Let Little I Die TV, YouTube, and on um, uh, on uh, Twitch, and listening on your favourite podcast platform. Good night now, and as always, here's Arnie. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
it's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.